How's it going, everybody? You are listening to Who Does a Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Joe, and I'm here with my right-hand man. Kyle, what's going on? Did you forget how to introduce yourself, Kyle? Well, I thought you'd say my name. All right. Don't be shocked when your history book mentions me. So today we are discussing my shot. Mm-hmm. Kyle. Give me your general thoughts on this. All right. This is track three. This is probably one of the most well-known songs or at least like lines for people that haven't even seen the play. Like this is the one that kind of got memed around and stuff. So this is Hamilton's first big song. Like he got talked a lot about a lot in the first song. He had a few lines. He had a few talking lines, a few rapping lines in the second one, but this is his big statement song. Like this is him saying, "This is what I'm here for. Yeah. This is my motivation. This is, this his is mission statement. Yeah, this is yeah, this is his mission statement. This is his what if, I'm what if I'm he's here in to high do. school right now. The, he has to write a paper. <laughs> this is his thesis. Right. This is yeah. This is his college <laughs> thesis, if anything. So yeah, this is him saying, "I've met these revolutionaries." His shot is now saying, "This is my chance to." do something with my life to go from the bottom up to rise up. Yeah. He's meeting all these people who have uh, some amount of status, whereas he has none. And he feels like he's basically giving them like, this is my only opportunity to even get on par with you guys. Like, and I'm not going to wait, waste this yeah. uh, for and, nothing. And or not for just, no one. not just status, but ideals. Like yeah. these are like, we're, we're here. These are the revolutionaries. This is the, the pack of dudes he's going to run with for the whole first act here. So he's like, all right, now this is my chance. This is his statement. This is my opportunity to make a mark on society in the way I see fit. Mm -hmm. And there's Um, also, I mean, there was a lot of rapping in the second song, but this is like the real, like, this is, this is is the style. This sets the style. even more. (laughs) Yeah. This is him. This is Lin-Manuel showing off for yeah, sure. Yeah, this is like, I'm really about to stretch my fucking wings yeah. and let you and people like, know what I'm all about. Extremely densely packed. There's a ton in here. Tons of lyrics, tons of rhymes. You know what's it's, funny? I was thinking of this as I was driving uh, home just now, and I was like, mm-hmm. it's funny that you called last week's song very dense. This song is way more dense. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I did say that. Um, I guess it was more compared to the first song. So really, we're just getting step by step more into it of like, this is this is the more below the, the, the lyrics. Surface. Yeah, this is the lyrics we're going to work with. Yeah. For the rest of the show, the style. Um, I wrote one note down. Uh, I felt like this is uh, this. The greatness of the song is that it is filled with lines that people can, will and have possibly ascribed to themselves it's one of those songs where it's like uh, a lot of people now call it like uh, IG captions or whatever, where it's like mm. you'll hear a line is like that'll be like your mission statement for uh, your caption for an Instagram picture okay, or something yeah. like that. There's a lot of lines that people will take personally and like attach to themselves for a long time. I feel like in the song. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an inspirational song for sure. I mean, that's just Super. like the Hamilton character is that inspirational character of came from nothing, made something of himself through hard work and smarts really. So and that's kind of the whole plot of the, 
plot of the play, yeah. at least the first act. So, yeah. Also, I have a clarification from last week. I mm. messed up. I said Sam Adams was John Adams' brother. He was his second cousin. I'm sorry oh, about that. You uh, chastised me. For I didn't chastise you. And it was a thing that um, wasn't even true. I so, mean, I, I messed up the relation, <laughs> but it's all good. They are related, related. is what I meant. Yeah. The Adamses. The Adamses. The Adams family. How do we? It's true. Not it's very that. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to say about the song? In general, um, I love that now we're being super coy about the. We do, we do, we do. Yeah, it's very, it's very jam packed uh, with lyrics in like the first two thirds, but there's a nice like chorus at the end where everyone kind of comes together, and like it's more like sing songy. Yeah, um, that part's also fun. Like it's it's there's a lot in this and a dope thing. Even though I mean it is Hamilton's mission statement, it's kind of the mm-hmm. mission statement for all those characters in the beginning right. half because uh, Mulligan has a verse, Lafayette has a verse, uh, Lawrence has a verse, all telling like what yeah. they're about, their goals and their ideals. Everybody gets their goals out on the table, and even Burr gets one kind of harkening back to the one before he's like hey maybe we should chill out with this yeah. i mean might not be the another situation to talk about yeah exactly yeah so yeah but, they all um, five of them yeah get one in there yeah you you get in the last song we got a lot of their motivation this song we got a lot of their ideals and their goals and what they're right, trying right, to right. achieve and strive towards yep all right we've uh danced around <laughs> enough my favorite part now Greg. Oh, we should oh, say yeah, who we shit. got. Yeah. I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I meant to do it early. All right. So our normal producer is Farzad is not here for reason that he has been very secretive. So we brought also over partially my fault. Yeah. Partially. I, I I'll didn't take know, some credit. I didn't know I'll if you wanted to bring that up. Okay. So we usually record this on a Tuesday, We're recording on a Monday because somebody has to watch the Flyers on Wednesday, throwing off our whole podcast schedule. Yeah. I can't believe Farzad would do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we brought in, uh, the original producer to this show, but he never <laughs> produced an episode. Uh, our producer for our other show, a new low L Greg. How's it going, Greg? It's going good, boys. Thanks for having me on. Happy to help Absolutely. out. Thanks for stepping I'm in. I'm happy to have this reunion, man. We originally were in the group <laughs> chat together, the three of us, and then you kind of fell out of uh, love with the play. Understandably yeah. so. You're not as obsessed as me and Kyle. I think we're the yeah, weird ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now you're back. How do you feel to be back? I feel good to be back. I have a really short attention span, so <laughs> I was into it mm. for about three weeks, and then it faded. That fourth week when we finally decided to do the podcast. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. We put it off long enough. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so yeah, this is where we have given Greg our rankings. Greg, give us the rankings in lowest to highest. Oh, is that how we're going to do That's it? That's how we're going to do it. Yeah, might as well. So the numbers you sent me were your ranking... Of your of all the songs, yes, yep. This is where we have this song. Okay, so Kyle ranks it higher than Joe. Okay, he goes with number fifteen. Kyle has it at fifteen. Greg didn't listen to me at all, by the way. No, what'd you say? (laughs) That that attention span strikes back. Do the lower number (laughs) first. Well, depends on how you feel about lower numbers, because okay, that is a lower number. Higher it ranking. is less than higher ranking, yes. okay. lower number. <laughs> higher, okay, must be okay. more specific. I'm really good at What's, English, so 
Where's Joe got it? So Joe has it at a higher number, but a lower ranking <laughs> at number 21. Ooh. I was say, we're not as far off as the last two. <laughs> no, but I, I was, thought you'd have it around me. I was I thought, say, yeah. I feel like... Uh, I thought I was too low, honestly. I thought you'd have okay. it higher. Uh, the reasons I will uh, sure. have it lower than you um, or higher, depending on <laughs> English. Listening? I'm so confused. Depending now. on who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, as great as this song is, again, there's 46 songs. We have to make okay, choices yeah. and decisions. We say that every time. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard. It's very hard. Um, okay, so again, I go back to my first listen through the soundtrack after I watched the play. And it is a song I routinely skipped because it is mm. so dense. It is so long. It kind of it, it, it's a it's an it's a toll on the soul to listen Ooh, to yeah. this song uh, on a repeated <laughs> a basis on. at times. But because we're doing the podcast now, and I had to go back through and listening to the song, I do love the hell out of the song. I it probably was originally my first ranking was probably lower than 21 mm. and then I probably bumped it up uh around like uh before ep- after episode 1 before we did our final final um because <laughs> I started listening to it and I was like yeah. it's so uh it's so momentous it's so captivating it's so thematic emphatic in what it's telling and laying out and plus like one of the great things about this song and the play in general there's a lot of lines in this song that are called on throughout the entirety of the play going forward. Yeah. And I really like that as like, this is kind of the centerpiece, one of the centerpieces for the show because they mm-hmm. keep going back to the well of this song to pull lines. For sure. And that's something that happens a lot through the, through the play. And what I like a lot about it is the more you listen to it, the more you catch like, Oh, this is where this was brought up. This is what they're talking about. More refrains and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I came in, thinking I'd have to explain why it was lower um, for some reason. I don't know. I just thought you'd have it higher, but I mean, it's not, we're not like super far apart, yeah. but I don't we're have it higher, six, which is yeah, great. The, the last the time first like one, it's usually like 20 apart. apart. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not again. It's not what I'd go back to a lot, but when you do hear it, yeah, you realize the importance of it, the placement in the play, like what it's really saying. Um, I have it a little lower, like not higher. I don't have it higher because I don't love the chorus. So the my shot English, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're both saying lower meaning higher, higher meaning lower. That I don't have it higher in the ranking because, like, I I really don't like the chorus. I don't like the mm. my shot. Like it's it's yeah, kind of what I, I talked about last week. Repetitive at with times. the 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 little bit of the corniness Broadway corniness. Mm. Yeah. When they're all kind of together, like you can kind of see them dancing and just like cringe, just like cringy a little bit, but like everything in between is so good. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. That no Like doubt. it keeps it up there. And the end, like that last third. Yeah. Like the, whoa, whoa, like whoa, that, all yeah. that. I love, I love that part. The rise up part. Like it just flows together so well that like it, it, redeems itself by the end. <laughs> despite the despite the weird chorus that yeah the chorus um i wouldn't say corny it's just so simplistic yeah, just, it's 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 super simplistic um it, i mean it's, it, it's 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 probably our most normally structured song so yes, far i mean so we've far. only done three we've had we kind of have verse chorus verse chorus yeah a little bit of a bridge a little bit of a mix-up and then like a whole different outro but like yeah it's definitely the most 
traditionally structured I song. think I think people are going to disagree with us on this song and I think it you think ha- people have it higher I think people I've I'm I've been in my head since week one <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> I think people are going to have it higher but I think it yeah. I think uh me and you both give it demerits for the the lack of imagination in the chorus the chorus is just so one note every time mm-hmm. like where everything lot. else the verse the bridge everything all the transitions are awesome just the chorus kind of like all right how many times can i even hear this <laughs> yeah, a little bit yeah a little <laughs> like bit. they say it 50 times in this one <laughs> song how much more can i hear this on a playback for sure okay <laughs> yeah, all right so all right. do you want to give your historical nugget first yeah so move on to historical nuggets so the one i picked because it is a lot here. There's a um, lot here. I'm, I'm titled mine this week. So I'm, I'm stealing Joe's bit. I'm calling Still it The Taylor's bit. Apprentice. So ah, nice. this is Thank clearly you. about Hercules Mulligan, um, who I picked last week as my favorite character in line in last week's song. The only um, one I didn't research last night. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so it comes up a lot early and throughout the first act is that he's the Taylor's Apprentice. This is Hercules Mulligan. He's the tailor. And one of the lines is, I'm a tailor's apprentice, <laughs> and I got y'all knuckleheads in loco parentis. Yes. So I looked up what that meant. Please, thank you. Loco parentis is Latin for in place of parents. Ah. So this is kind of a double meaning where when you're apprentice, your master is considered in loco parentis. They're taking the place of a parent. They're almost like a parent parental figure as you're learning this trade or this craft. Um, he's also saying now these guys, these sons of Liberty are in place of my parents. We're now family, you know, we're like that. We're going at this together as one. Um, there's also a tidbit. I found that Alexander Hamilton lived at Mulligan's home when he first arrived in New York. Really? And it was that when it's kind of that time where Hercules was able to persuade Hamilton to this revolutionary mindset. Wow. So that's almost taking place of this, this little meeting at the bar with everyone yeah. is kind of, it was kind of him and Mulligan that really set that off. Wow. Um, but as far as the apprentice part, that's a little bit of a stretch. Oh, um, he actually opened a haberdashery, which is a men's clothing, uh, shop. Yeah. Uh, men's that warehouse. catered. Yeah. It catered to the red coats, which is kind of, yes. Joseph <laughs> You're going to like the way you look. <laughs> Mulligan actually invented that uh, phrase. But uh, doesn't get enough yes, credit. He coined, he coined it. So he, he um, would actually do tailoring for the Redcoat soldiers, mm. which is how he got the trust of the officers to become a spy later. Nice. So that's a pretty cool tidbit. Um, but at this time, when all this is going down, he's not really an apprentice. He actually has a shop oh, okay. in, in this at this actual okay. time. So it's more of like I, I, I found a note. It's kind of makes him more youthful and yeah. ambitious. It kind of like puts him in that we're here to change the world. This group of guys, you yeah, know, puts so, him in the. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you get uh, how old he was around this time? Oh uh, no, but I can look that up while you do yours. Okay. All right, cool. But yeah, that's um, all I got there. Some right. little background on so, No surprise here, folks. I picked out <laughs> the first black battalion. Oh yeah. This, uh, it's line a great line. Direct yeah. from uh, our guy John Lawrence. Uh and I did a lot of cutting from this uh, soliloquy that I'm about to go on. So interject where you will. 
So John Lawrence was born in Charleston, South Carolina to Henry Lawrence and Eleanor Ball Lawrence. Henry Lawrence and his business partner had become wealthy as owners of one of the largest slave trading houses in North America. Irony. Uh, Mm. Lawrence was determined to join the Continental Army and fight for his country rather than complete his law school. Uh, Henry wanted to prevent his son from joining the military, but uh, his son was so steadfast that Henry used his position. He was uh, the president of the Second Continental Congress um, to get John uh, the position of aide-de-camp to General George Washington, which is essentially like a secondhand uh, personal secretary, whatever. Um, he was he was in this position with Hamilton and Lafayette. All three of them were essentially Washington's right hand man for lack of a better term. <laughs> um, so as the British stepped up their operation in the South, Lawrence had the idea. He promoted the idea to arm slaves and grant them freedom in return for their service. He had written, we Americans, at least in the Southern colonies, cannot contend with a good grace for liberty until we shall have enfranchised our slaves. This set him apart from everybody in the South, as you can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... In the early 1778, in early 1778, Lawrence advised his father to, uh, he advised his father who used 40 slaves he stood to inherit as part of a brigade. His dad granted him the request, but reservations that caused postponement for the project, for the project. So his dad wouldn't really let it go through. So Mm -hmm. eventually Congress approved of the concept of a slave regiment. And when Lawrence went South to recruit the government in South Carolina would not let him do it. Even though he got on, he became a representative of the house in South Carolina and introduced this plan three times. He was met with overwhelming, uh, opposition. So he never was able to actually establish it before his untimely death. Hmm. But he fought tooth and nail to try to get it done, which I found yeah. very uh, commendable. I mean, just the the image of slaves fighting for their freedom in the revolution. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a like that line sticks out when you hear it. It's like that sounds cool. Yeah, like, that would have been. It awesome. sounds like yeah. It's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a revolutionary mindset in that time because right. literally, I, I like I didn't know going into it. I, I don't know why they didn't mention it in the show, but when I found out his dad was one of the largest slave traders in the country, right. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's like <laughs> the ultimate. The kid grows up and like thumbs his nose yeah. at his dad. Like, like, fuck you, dad. You dad. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Sorry. that was so awesome. Uh, did you just find jumping, out? Yeah, just jumping back. So mm-hmm. Mulligan was born in 1740. Okay, so he's, which is about uh, fifteen years older than yeah. Hamilton. Um, so he's so he'll be 30s, thirty. So yeah, early. So yeah, at the, at the actual time in seventy six, he's definitely not an apprentice anymore. No. So yeah, I hope not. All yeah, right. that'd be sad. <laughs> it is time for our favorite lines. Yes, of the shoe. Do you want to go first, or should I go first? Uh sure, I'll go first. 
All right. You already know mine, so. <laughs> Hit it, Jack. And if we win our independence, that a guarantee of freedom for our descendants? Or will the blood we shed begin an endless cycle of vengeance and death with no defendants? So, yeah, this is a little foreshadowing for the future. This is Hamilton kind of wrestling with is it all going to be worth it if we get this? Is this going to stick? Is this going to be what we do? And it's kind of reflective of history that came after that. Like it wasn't all great after the revolution. We still had slavery. We had to wait till the civil war. We had to wait till the civil rights movement. We had to wait till everything happening now and before then. So I really thought this was powerful now, just the way he contemplates it and the way it's written in. I mean, this was written in what, 2014, 2015. So yeah, 14, things were looking a little better then, well, but it was finished in 14, 15. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it like performed in 50. Yeah, exactly. So the state of the country was a little more optimistic then. So even then, yeah, true. it was probably an interesting perspective, like just like looking at history from even just between then and now, like I said, just all the steps we've had to take to, yeah, get to, to keep, uh, keep fighting for freedom, keep fighting freedom. for yeah something. So yeah. yeah, is that a guarantee of freedom for our descendants? So yeah, it's it's, it's kind of Hamilton's internal struggle and also prophetic about what happened throughout the history of the country after this. So yeah, um, I really like color that a little. The perspective bit. of that, Lynn. I've I've so watched so many interviews with Lynn Manuel. Yeah, I point. need to watch more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I need to watch more. Um, but he said uh, one of the things about this play is that um, it's not saying that they were right. It's saying mm. that. Uh, a lot of the conflict they had internally and externally back then is some of the stuff we're still dealing with now. So in that line, it kind of like uh, paints that like, ah, uh, we want to do this, but at begrudging what is, right. uh, yeah. So like, it's like, yeah, we think this is what we should do. But yeah, then what happens? Yeah. It's kind of just like, yeah. is this a guarantee? Yeah. So yeah. that's what I liked about that line. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Greg, throw up my line. Hold on. I have to do my bit where I start Whoop. saying the line first. So just play <laughs> it after I say just play it. All right. On the fly production, folks. The problem is I got a lot of brains, but no polish. The problem is I got a lot of brains, but no polish. I got a hobby just to be heard with every word. I drop knowledge. I'm a diamond in the rough. A shiny piece of coal trying to reach my goal. My power of speech unimpeachable. Only 19, but my mind is over. So the reason I really like this line is because uh, I think I did it last week, too. No, I didn't do this last week. But um, I feel a personal attachment to this. This is why I said that thing up top. I feel a personal collection <laughs> with this line. Um, I, uh, not to brag or anything, um, but. I was uh, super intelligent, really young. Like uh, I was taking college classes while I was in high school and whatnot. I graduated with a, above a 4.0 in high school, but I felt like I had no real direction because of like circumstances. And uh, I wanted to, I didn't understand or have a grasp of what my voice and what my reach or how to reach anybody or how to get my uh, thoughts and ideas out there, really. So um, 
when he says I'm a diamond in the rough and shiny piece of coal, it's like I, I'm super rough around the edges, but it's like I know I can be what I think I can be. Um, my power of speech unimpeachable. I I think of anything, I'm probably best at diction and talking. Um, you might not be able to tell, but I drink a lot when I do these <laughs> podcasts. Um, Sometimes. But um, I think... If anything, me in a uh, debating with someone or talking to someone to try to get my point across, uh, I can, uh, uh, what's the word? Damn it. Uh, not a good, uh, representation <laughs> right now. He's um, great at talking. I can yes. get across the point I'm trying Greg's to get right with, uh, <laughs> I can sorry, draw sorry, sorry. on your empathy and your, uh, your humanity in a conversation and get you mm. to understand where I'm coming from and what I'm yeah. feeling and the standpoint I'm at. So I really like this line because it spoke to me when I heard it the first time and every time since. So, yeah. Yeah. That was definitely one I considered. Um, there's just so, so much here. It's funny. <laughs> As we we've said a lot of times. In these yeah. first three, we haven't even uh, stepped on your toes yeah. once. It's going to get real hard going forward, but. That's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the next song. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So we are, uh, we, uh, man, I am really not uh, doing a good job at the whole speech thing right now. Um. So we, I came up with a concept and Kyle had it too great minds thing alike um where i was watching an interview with lin manuel again i've watched way too many interviews with lin manuel <laughs> but um he was talking about some of the rap references that are in the show and i thought it would be cool to play them essentially side by side so we can hear those greg can you play the first one my mind is older these new york city streets get cold i shoulder every bird and every so that is Prodigy of Mob Deep on one of their, I mean, biggest songs ever, Shook Ones Part 2. And I thought that was mad dope because that's uh, essentially an homage to uh, bygone era and hip hop. Bygone because mm -hmm. Prodigy is past R.I.P. But um, a lot of people don't, uh, if it was written by someone younger, they wouldn't. Um, included a line like that or thought of right. that reference whereas Lin-Manuel's older that's kind of the hip-hop he grew up on and some of the hip-hop I grew up on because of my older brothers so I thought that was mad dope to add that into the piece right all right I think you have another one to play right oh, and this a, feeds right into my favorite verse yes there's another one to play Greg hit it the game is mine. I'ma spell my name one more time. Check it. It's the N O T O R I O U S. You just lay down slow. Hard not to keep singing that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I love that because it's an easy reference for a dumb white kid to catch. Uh, love Biggie. Um, love the spelling out uh, connection there in that song and that whole verse continuing there about um, kind of. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> getting run by Britain, Britain taxing them, like the whole kind of the reason a lot of people want to rebel. Um, that whole verse is great. A lot of good rhymes. Um, a lot of good bars. I get you comfortable saying bars. A lot of good bars, <laughs> guys. That's my I goal love these for bars. the end of, by episode <laughs> 10. You got to start saying bars. these bars. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I just like that whole. And that was just starting off, verse. starting off with the spell. Yeah, yeah, I love that whole verse there. So solid, solid, solid. There you go. So my favorite <laughs> verse. What, what, what do you think my favorite verse is going to be? Oh God, I don't know. Uh, it's just I don't know. Okay. I can't guess. <laughs> my favorite too verse much, too much is uh, Hamilton's last verse. Kind of the okay. Is crescendo the right word? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Crescendo's more getting louder. Yeah, this I think crescendo gets up, so it drops. He's kind of getting. F- yeah, it gets faster? more faint. But um, it's yeah. a line that we hear throughout. Let me see if I can remember it off the top of my head because I didn't write it down. Um, damn it, I have to look it up. Uh, stall, stall, stall. I think it's when he says, uh, "I'm not going to th- throw away my shot." Um, yeah, that he says that the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was kidding. I was kidding. Oh man, <laughs> it's that line, right? That's your, that's your favorite. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Hey, people. Is it okay. About I imagine that so much it feels more like a memory. Mm. When is it gonna get me in my sleep? Seven feet ahead of me. That whole line before he gets to the scratch. I love that, that, part, yeah. that is so awesome. And then I get is another thing where we eventually hear these lines throughout the whole show. So I just thought that is such a dope first and uh. <laughs> way to tell that emotion where i mean like he says uh i'm 20 and where i'm from people get half as many so it's kind of yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. it and that's kind of an ode to a hip-hop mindset uh, if you listen to enough hip-hop you'll hear people say wasn't supposed to make it past 25 so it's like that same right. thematic uh t- connection to hip-hop itself and just the emotion and the inner turmoil turmoil i'm not gonna have a motorcycle <laughs> situation on this show no motors today um i think you just jinxed yourself i did that's all but, from, um, from earlier <laughs> i jinxed myself for tomorrow but um yeah just that inner struggle that you were talking about uh with your mm. historical nugget so uh sorry what's your favorite line so yeah yeah it was in there somewhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right favorite characters um it's hard not to pick hamilton this is his song uh i tried my best not to pick Hamilton. like you said yeah i mean it's like what what else are you gonna do this yeah. is the first time he's really got like a whole song to himself i was uh, i haven't basically, uh, said, i haven't verbalized this to you but i'm <laughs> uh Sorry. it's very funny folks we keep both coughing off camera because we clearly <laughs> hadn't been talking duck down. before we did this to anybody i don't talk at all <laughs> but um <laughs> <laughs> what um, I haven't told you, but I'm trying my best for as long as I can to not pick Hamilton in a song. Mm, I'm gonna try okay. to pick everyone but Hamilton. I'm until I, it forces my hand. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, it's well, it's, of, it's not it's hard to not pick <clears throat> Hamilton in this one because it's one, literally yeah. his standout song. It's his statement, like like we said, it's his yeah. mission statement. But the concept I kind of had for this uh, before we started was okay as of this point in the play my favorite character oh. is so like does this song change your mind does this song kind of let someone bubble at the top interesting i mean it's hard to do this early because yeah. each song is just we all, we've only done three yeah, each song is just an introduction like, to a new person it's like yeah oh this song's just this it doesn't really change so my mind it's still this take guy. that up <clears throat> I'd i don't say, know it's hard to say after everybody's introduced uh What's I mean, the song? I, we kind of gotta just play it, play it week to week almost. Yeah, be like I think at this point, 
it's still Hamilton or whatever. Okay. Um, my favorite character was uh, Lafayette because Ooh. I thought, I mean, of all the density and everything, he has the one respite that kind of tries to make you laugh and smile. The comedic. Yeah, yeah. where it's like, uh, anarchy, uh, how you say anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I make the other side panicky with my shot. So it does get a big laugh. Yeah. On, so, the, on the movie version. Yeah. So I thought uh, that was my favorite character because everybody else is very serious, whereas he's still like this brash, laissez faire kind of character. So, yeah. I mean, there is a point where Hamilton thinks Mulligan's pants are hot, so that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. You're true, true. Even though, even like, though no. that always confused me, like the first couple like, listens, because he says Lafayette, <laughs> but he never says Mulligan's name. He just says, "I think yeah, your pants he's are like hot." Kinda, I'm it's like, more of a visual I was like, thing. Is it yeah. Mulligan's pants or Lafayette's pants? I'm assuming <laughs> it's Taylor's pants, but hey, yeah. he doesn't specify. <laughs> I was like, because the first couple of times I was one. listening back to that song, I was like, wow, he didn't give Mulligan a compliment at all. <laughs> I was like, he went yeah, straight yeah, from yeah. Lafayette, gave him two compliments, and then went to Lawrence, and I was like, wait. <laughs> What's he getting? Wait, wait, wait. Critical thinking. Come Clearly, on. he's talking to the Taylors. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, playability. Hmm. So this is more, we've kind of worded this yeah, a we've few different ways. So this a little bit. Does it work outside the play? Does it work outside the um, play? We should do it two ways. Does it work outside the play? One, and then if someone were to get the card to test, let's just call it the card yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The card test. I hate saying okay. the whole thing every um, time. I think it passes the card test. I also think it passes the card test. it has a lot of recognizable like hip hop feel yeah. it has that that hook those hook of the rhymes like yeah, all that I kind was of stuff saying, like we talked about it's yeah. the most uh to this point it's the only song that actually has a yeah. course <laughs> like the length is the only That's thing that would be an issue yeah it's issue. very long it is um compared to other songs long, not to spoil a future song. segment yeah Damn, um but does it work outside the play it's like a soft yes the <laughs> I love that we're going to keep doing these softs. Um, soft yes, hard yes. So outside yes, the place, the soft, mm. soft yes, yes, yes. Because it gives, <laughs> it, because like we said prior, it gives you everyone's motivation. So if you're mm-hmm. taking a person who's never heard this and it's like, hey, just listen to this one song and it could summarize the show essentially or give you a foundation of what the show's about. Yes, it will work outside itself. Yeah. It will work outside the whole structure of the play. And Plus, I, it's that catchy thing. It's got the yeah, the line that people know. My, yeah, yeah. It so it's like, oh, that's what that is. All the elements yeah, yeah. of something you want to essentially encapsulate a song that yeah. is powerful and has meaning to it. Right. Okay. Okay. So before we go to our producer notes, I want to clarify another thing because I finally figured out how what to word it in my head. So I think it was last week or <laughs> episode one where I said... This is also a, it's a play about Hamilton, but it's also a play about Burr. Mm. And I got way too think PC about it, even though I wasn't trying to. <laughs> you shamed me and I immediately retreated. I was like, that's not what I tried to say. You're doing a, um, an, yeah, an internet yeah, an blog internet article. Blog article. <laughs> um, I, I thought about it more. And what I meant to say, what I think is actually true. This is a story of Hamilton narrated and told from the perspective of Burr. Because Burr has a lot of editorial, he does a lot of editorializing in the whole play itself. So this is very Amadeus. 
Never saw if it. If you've seen Amadeus. No. Oh, See, I was wondering. Man. I didn't want to assume either way. Well, Amadeus is the story of Mozart told through Salieri. Mm. So Burr is very Salieri oh. because Salieri's like, this is this guy who's a genius. He's he's kind of jealous. Like he's been working his whole life. He's not quite like where Burr is, yeah. but like Salieri's just like the hardworking composer. He's like, people should like me more, but they like this idiot <laughs> who's just like a child. And that's Mozart. Got it. But like, he's like jealous of him at every step. So it's not quite the idiot jealous kind of thing. But it- in this, it's it's two wor- hardworking, smart guys. But one of them, they have different ideals and he's kind of jealous of Hamilton's quick rise through through the ranks and, and things like that. Spiral onto a tangent on top of a tangent. Sure. I've always been confused that that movie's called Amadeus, but none of the characters are called Amadeus. Is there Amadeus is his middle name? It's like Wolfgang Amadeus Uh, Mozart. All right. Well, that's so Mozart is Amadeus. Why wouldn't they just call the movie Mozart? All right. Definitely check it out because like you might think it's like this stuffy period piece, but it's it's a really fun movie actually. All right. You should definitely check it out. And it has a lot. It has a lot of parallels to Hamilton. My only reference might be I think it was either The Simpsons or Family Guy when they just kept saying Amadeus, Amadeus. Oh, um, that's just, yeah. That's a different song. An old hip hop song. <laughs> ah, okay. that song is not is not part of. The, so I have the no reference to it. Got it. All right. But yeah. Hey, it won, it won best picture in nineteen eighty or whatever. So oh, it's pretty good. All right. Producers' notes. Greg, give it to us. All right. So just a little uh, flashback to what we talked about a little bit today. Kyle mentioned how this song is pretty much a mission statement for Hamilton, what he wants to achieve, what his goals are, and it's very dense, but it's a very quotable song that they reference multiple times. I think he's giving Kyle a lot of my points. He started the point, but you all (laughs) talked about it. And uh, Joe ranked it at 21 with Kyle liking it a little bit better than number 15. And their uh, favorite characters were Hamilton for Kyle. Interesting. Probably be that every <laughs> week. Well, and no. Joe's attempt not to choose Hamilton goes with Lafayette. <laughs> My personal Lafayette. crusade. This crusade. I get it. I get it. It's, uh, it's the hipster pick. Oh, um, and we found out Joe was a very intelligent child. <laughs> mm. Also, a good note that everyone should really find his voice until he got a little older. Yeah, <laughs> growing up with four brothers, man, I felt like my personality was stifled in a lot of places. So. Are you the youngest? Yeah. That'll so happen. yeah, so it took me a while <laughs> to like start speaking up. Like I literally right, had right. an issue where I, like I just I talk low. Mm. Yeah. Did you smile more? <laughs> yes, I smiled <laughs> a ton. That was the one thing uh, <laughs> me and Burr had in common. Uh, All right, Greg, this is the thing that uh, I don't know if you were prepared Uh to do or not, but you have to give us your ranking. Oh, yeah. Or just your thoughts. I I don't have a ranking, but I was going to say top top 23 or bottom 23. It's how we started doing it for ourselves. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Well, I wanted you guys ask if this worked outside of the play. And this is the only song I'd heard prior to seeing. Hamilton because mm. it's either parodied or they do a version of it on Saturday Night Live, and so I knew it, and especially the chorus because yeah. it's very right, right. So I think it's definitely it would work outside because it has. Yeah, uh, but I I enjoy it. Um, this one 
when I saw the movie version, it was the first time I realized that Lynn Manuel Miranda's vocal abilities was a little less than the guys he surrounded himself with. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he raps fine, but his singing is not quite on par. That was theory in my opinion. That. I wanted to save it for later when like he does actual singing, though. Yeah, but we could touch on that. It's something that hasn't really come up yet. Yeah, because nice. it's one of like three I remember. I'll put it in the top twenty-three. Solid. That works. All right, all right, folks. Now it is time for the game that Kyle <laughs> wants to abolish. Well, <laughs> I don't abolish it. I'm d- I just don't know how long it'll last. Uh, but we'll see. I think it's gonna That's last. All. all right, Greg. You want to explain what's going on, Greg? We, uh, folks, we are going to. <laughs> Give our guesses where this song's ranks chronologically, time wise. No, well, based on the from length longest of the to song. shortest, Link, lengthwise, yeah. lengthwise from from longest to shortest. Really so we're gonna a good representation of the. Uh, it's a great game. Me being able to speak well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, so all, one through forty six. Yeah. We had uh, the first song was fourteen. Last week was twenty mm-hmm. seven. I don't remember. But I'm gonna send. I'm sending my yeah. guest to Greg right now. I will send my um, guest now as well. So we're guessing from highest to lowest, longest to shortest, where this ranks. Okay. And there's nothing on the line. I every time I press we're enter, just, I immediately regret. You immediately regret it. <laughs> this happened every week, folks. All right, what uh, do we got? There's All nothing right. on the line currently, but we're waiting to for the audience <laughs> to grow for you guys to give us. A, a I'm also two and up. Kyle? So the actual length <laughs> of my shot is five minutes and 33 seconds. Very And uh, Joe guessed that that's the fourth longest song. Yes. And Kyle guessed that it's the third oh. longest. <laughs> Kyle is the closest Damn because it. it's the second longest song. Oh, really? My goodness. There's only one song longer. Okay. There's only my one 33 song is long. Shocking. Like, shocking. Especially yeah, it, is, it is long, is for sure. Trust me, I've listened. To I knew it was up there. Like um, there was only like one or two songs I could think were longer. Obviously, just one. Yeah, there's three. only like so a <laughs> song like and one. a half. I can think that was probably longer. Yeah, damn, oh, wow, that's crazy. Damn it! How does he keep? It's playing? a fun little segment. I think you should <laughs> like, continue to Kyle's do it. Cheating. We're doing it on the honor system. <laughs> um, I have said if anything started being on the line, I would cheat. He already admitted, but he since nothing's cheat. on the line, I'm not cheating. So and we're not because there's no reason. I know in the last few weeks you got the length before you guessed. Yeah, right? but I knew this. But you can always oh, yeah. look it up, obviously. Yeah, I was about to say yeah, I listened just, to the song back, so I had to look. Track, I was like yeah. five thirty-three. Let me just keep that in the back oh, yeah. of my head. Yeah, after listening to it 20 times yeah. in the past, like, three days. I literally listened right before we I knew it was one of the longer ones, one yeah. Just now, so. All right. All right, okay, well. that's fun. Well, folks, that is uh, that is this episode of uh, Who Does a Pod. Mm-hmm. We're going to do our plugs real fast. Kyle, start with you. Um, I really have nothing to plug. I'm at VT Loader on Twitter. Um, listen to Who Does a Podcast. It's my Hamilton podcast. I do with Joe every week. You're plugging the podcast that we're currently doing. Great job. <laughs> Greg. Thank you. Well, I, of course, am part of A New Low, so check us out at A New Low, a new low Pod boy. on all social media and lgreg.net, lgreg.net, my website. And your personal yeah, so a new low. Oh, boy. Oops, sorry. Pine Dagger, <laughs> at Pine Dagger. Yeah, so New Low is me, Joe, and Greg, along with Farzad, who is usually producing, and Scott by Scott. That's where we kind of chat about the week's events. Yeah, those other two. And what's going on in life. Um, Those other two dorks. 
Those are the two near dwells. Um, yeah, and you can find me at Joe Dorville on all socials. Um, again, listen to a new low. It's where we discuss what's happening in the world right now. And uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Who Does a Pod. Um, yeah, check out my album. Plug. Thank you, yep. Kyle, for always reminding <laughs> Just me. Just making sure. Uh, check out my album TV under the moniker Headphone Joe without the O and the E. And uh, that is this week's episode show. So I am your host, Joe of Who Does a Pod, and I'm here with his right hand man. 